What's the deal, y'all? This is Dom. This is Ozzy. And this is Street Ball episode 20. Got a lot of good stuff for you guys today. Uh, Rui Hachimura gets traded to the Lakers and shows out in his debut. Uh, Dame scores 60. Obviously, um, we got a new sec. We got a new style of picking players. The NBA All Star Game. McDonald's All Star Game selections. We're gonna talk about that. Uh, new King of the Court news as well. And also, uh, we got an unfortunate situation with an Uber Eats driver. Let's get it. You ready? Uh, first, before we start, make sure you guys like and subscribe to the Balls Life Podcast Network channel. Turn on the notifications. Ring that bell, okay? We can't start the show without paying homage to Kobe Bryant and Gigi Bryant, who passed away three years ago today. Um, you know, significant uh, happening in all of our lives in the world of basketball. For me personally, being a Laker fan, Kobe started my obsession with basketball. Um, I looked up to him as a basketball player throughout my entire career. And even after he was on great big things um, after basketball. So this is a really tragic event. Um, so we definitely have to pay homage. Rest in peace. Yeah, for sure. Got to pay homage, man. The, the Mamba mentality, the culture, man. Rest in peace. No question, man. And also the seven other people who were on that on that helicopter that passed away that day. Uh, our condolences go out to everybody's families. And we still think about you guys every single day. I know I do. Um, so rest in peace to them. Um, but moving on, new Laker news. We got a blockbuster trade, um, in my opinion. Uh, Rui Hachimura gets traded to the Lakers from the Washington Wizards for Kendrick Nunn, three second round draft picks. And he made his debut last night, and along with AD coming back from injury. And, you know, he looked impressive. You see him, uh, you see him checking into the game right there. Uh, you know, this is an interesting conversation for me because this, the Lakers being where they're at in LA, um, being in the second largest, largest market in the, in the country, um, Rui Hachimura is from Japan and has a big following in Japan. There's even word that last night when this game was going on, the servers in Japan actually crashed because so many people were trying to watch this game. Do you think that this is a contender move or a brand move for the Lakers or somewhere in between? I couldn't tell you, man. I don't think it's a contender move, honestly. I, I mean, you think he makes a difference? I think they I think they need some more help, dog. I don't know. Well, you know, Rui Hachimura, um, he kind of comes in and addresses some of our needs um, on the defensive end. He's a capable defender, can defend multiple positions, and he shoots 40% from the three-point line. So the Lakers are almost dead last in the NBA in three-point shooting. Uh, I think this addresses a lot of needs, but you know you can't put anything past the second largest uh, market in the country wanting to expand their horizons and have a bigger audience in Japan for jersey sales, things like that. But I definitely think it's a contender move, on my opinion, being a Lakers fan. And I hope that this yields something where we get over the top and surely get into the playoffs this year. What you think? No, for sure. Isn't uh, AD injured again? Didn't he just get injured again? He twisted his ankle, man. He'll probably sit out of the game, but it was nothing serious. But um, the Lake, the Lakers have stayed afloat in spite of AD being hurt. Um, with nine and five record in January so far, um, that includes the one game last night, and 
you know, I think the theme this whole season has been, you know, there's about five to 10 games where we had a chance to win, we had the lead and let it go. This thing could be a whole different story right now if we knew how to close games. So I think this really puts the Lakers in position. I don't know if it puts us in the championship um, conversation, but it definitely puts us in the conversation to be a playoff team. So uh, I'm really excited about this move. We got to make the playoffs, man. Lakers have to make the playoffs. That's kind of embarrassing if you don't. You just, it's just mandatory, it feels like. We got to beat the Clippers, man. That's just the reality of it. We haven't beat the Clippers in 10 straight times. We Clipper Dale's talking too much, man. So I'm, I'm over it. I'm over it. I'm over the suit, too. <laughs> All right. Next one. Dame went off last night. Went crazy. Scored his season high, not his career high, 60 points in a win against the Jazz. Um, he, um, he led his team. He had to go crazy. It seemed like the rest of his teammates were actually still lacking in a way. Um, my question really here is, is Dame going to ever be able to win big in Portland? He need, he needs more players. He needs more pieces, man. But I mean, he's always doing his part, but golly, players can never win. Like, I don't know, man, but that that's home base. You know, when you think of the trailblazers, you think of Damian Lillard, like, I can't yeah. see him leave. I think he's going to stay home. I think he's loyal to the to the program, to the franchise. Yeah, I don't think they're going to win. I definitely think he's loyal, maybe to a fault. You know, I don't, I don't know if the front office has done what they can do to make sure they have a contending team. They've made the Western Conference Finals in the past, but um, bro, like they 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 always seem to be lacking something, whether it's the coach or. Um, Maybe he's had bad luck where his teammates have been injury prone, this, that, and the other. You know what you I mean? Know, you know who the Lakers need, though? This guy right here. Okay. <laughs> Man, if we got Dan, bro, we're going, we going straight for that O'Brien trophy, boy. Oh, Ain't yeah. nobody stopping us if we had Dan. Yeah, no, nah, you, you're going to the chip. But we had to trade like half our team to get him, so I don't know. You might damn near have to. That, half the team ain't doing the damn thing any damn way. <laughs> <laughs> God, that's facts that's that, that's facts but the next the next thing that that came up on twitter today i was scrolling uh this 60 point game actually sparked a conversation between some twitter people about who's better so far in their career who's more great who's accomplished more between dame and kyrie irving dame or kyrie irving who's who had the most comp, more accomplished career Who's been better so far? Like if we if they were both retired today, who would you have higher on the all-time list? Man, Dame is tough. Dame has done some great things, but man, I'm going Kyrie. Kyrie's won a ring. I'm going Kyrie Irving. Kyrie's won Kyrie's won 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 the championship game. Dame hasn't won anything. Come on now. I feel you, but like let, let's rebuttal on that. First and foremost, that 60 point game last night. Um, I think Dame went like shoot correct me if i'm wrong 19 or 15 for 25 from the field um it's actually touted as the most efficient 60 point game in nba history you got that on your list dan's a top 75 player which something kyrie did not have does not have on his uh resume and when you talk about the those finals appearances and the, that nba championship yes kyrie played a big role in that but i but i guess you you have to play hypothetical right um, if you switch Kyrie and Dame, 
is the result the same? Do they do the same thing? Because Kyrie's had the benefit of playing alongside some some great forwards in his career. LeBron obviously being the most touted one and the most legendary one. He also had a time where he had a young Jason Tatum and he had Jalen Brown. And then the last three three years, he's been playing alongside Kevin Durant. Dame, Dame has never had that that luxury of playing again with another Hall of Famer on his team. The best teammate he's had is CJ McCollum. I mean, hey, Dame, Dame could do that if he wanted to. Kyrie's doing it. He's going to Brooklyn. He's go, He's been here, there. Like, that's on him. But he got to bust a move then, man. If you're not going to bust a move, you want to get your little 60 points and lose, by all means, go do what you do. Get your little money. But Kyrie's trying to win. Kyrie's a, Kyrie's a guy. I don't think he's, he's not messing with Kyrie, bro. I'm sorry. I like Dame better. That's my personal opinion. But you, I feel why you pick Kyrie. Okay. Speaking of these two, most likely all-stars. They're both in the tops in the all-star voting from the fans. We got a new selection process this year. Um, as you know, in the past, we've had um, we had uh, the top two vote-getters in each conference. They become team captains, and they have a live show where they pick uh, their teams ahead of time. But this year is different. This year, we have a, a way they're, they're going to start picking the guys right before the game. Like it's a pickup game. That's I don't know how it's going to work with uniforms. Maybe they pick it beforehand, or they and they plan it, but the fans don't know. I don't know, but they're going to do this selection process on the court before the game. And like everybody's going to be on the court. Like, hey, oh yeah, I want you, 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 and then what? You, what, what is everybody else going to do? Just sit down and watch. Just hang out. And everybody's going to watch. It's going to be kinda a show. Dope. That's kind of dope. You're bringing everybody together. It's a different. That's some street ball shit right there. I love it. Exactly, street ball. It's like at the park. We we just about to pick. I'm really dreading for the guy. I'm gonna be really dreadful for the guy who gets picked last. Because you get picked last on a national, uh, international stage, and you're the last guy to get picked. Like by default. Like oh, nobody else to pick. So I guess you're on my team. You. <laughs> yes. So my question for you is, you're that guy. Do you, do you not want to play, or do you go for 50? I'm not passing the ball. You shouldn't have picked me last. Now I'm selfish. Now you rub me the wrong way. Now I'm, I'm shooting every time. Hey, man, you, you got to go out there and show your worth. Hey, you want to pick me last? But I imagine it's going to be the guy who gets picked last might be the uh, the new guy. or Because I, I don't think we're going to have a Rudy Gobert in this one or Ben Simmons, somebody who can't do that. It's going to be like a Laurie Markkinen or – um shoot um Shay no Shay's not gonna get picked last but you know what I mean it's gonna be a center and it's gonna be a guy that that's probably a dirty work guy like Jared Allen or somebody who gets picked last we'll see but I'm really excited to see this I don't yeah, know this, this is different this is the first year they're doing this this is this is I'm curious to see this this could go really good or really bad so uh, I'll be tuned in that Sunday to watch this um all right moving on we got our our segment our weekly segment, NBA Elite Feed. And we got we got some good ones for you and not so good ones. First off, Jose Alvarado, there's this is some news. He becomes the head ambassador of the shoe brand Peak and their attitude shoe line. You see him wearing it in this game right here. Uh, nice sleek um, silhouette um, with with some some dazzle material in the back, uh, reflective material, got different colorways. This is a really nice sporty shoe. 
I like the upper and the different things that they're doing with it. What do you think about this, Isaac? I actually like them. The only thing is I can't see the logo. Like, where's the peak logo? I feel like they should have really put that on the side maybe so you could know what they are. I, I don't know what they are. Like, I, I literally don't know. But I, I like the design. I just think they need to brand it better so I know what it is. Brand visibility is the most important thing when it comes to marketing your product, correct? Like, it, it this looks like it. This looks. Like, this could be an M1 shoe or... For all uh, we know, a less yeah. shoe for all. It could be anything. That's a good point. It might be on the tongue. We can't see the tongue, but you're right. It should be somewhere on the side of the shoe where everybody can see it, right? Yeah, but besides that, I, I like the design. I, I like the design. Bro, this design is hard. I, I would definitely rock these if I was playing. I, I would rock these. These are definitely a hoop shoe. Um, it looked like, I mean, just by the looks, they, they're probably comfortable. They got good technology. So uh, congratulations to Jose Alvarado, though. Underdog, now he got his own shoe deal. I'm I'm high for him, so good for him. You need to tell them dudes overseas to brand your shit though. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, they give him the money. He don't care. That's fair. Hey, hey, cut that check, baby. I'll wear whatever you want. You want me to wear you want to wear some crocs out there? I'll wear some crocs. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> All right, next we got LeBron wearing a version of his new signature shoe. The Nike Zoom LeBron Next Generation. I don't know what this. I don't know what these are called. They're like the inspiration, but these are a play on his first signature shoe, the Nike Zoom Generation that he wore his rookie year. I like this colorway. I like the uh, silhouette. I like the. I like how he's mismatching, but they're coordinating. I really like the shoe. Yeah, I like the. I like the colorway too. I don't know if it's like Miami vibes, maybe N seven. I don't. I don't know, but. Yeah, I like I like this color. I love when shoes are uh, different colors. Both shoes are different colors. That's different to me. I like I love I love when uh, shoes come out like that. I personally like that LeBron is going low top. Um, looks like they're still sturdy and have uh, a lot of support, but low tops are the wave. Like I feel like the a lot of his shoes have been really bulky and like just you know you know geared towards being a big man shoe. This is this makes it more versatile and more people are going to wear this one. So. I really like this one. Um, good job. Good job, Nike. Um, all right, next one. We got a throwback. Pascal Siakam is seen wearing some KD13 hypes, which um, Daniel, Daniel, our, our producer, really liked this silhouette. I really like this one, too. Looks like they're not brand new, but the, um, you know, the colorway and everything and the design is really creative on this one. Yeah, I love the gold uh, Nike logo. That's fire. Yeah. There's a lot going on on this design. I can't even really tell what you see it is. The chains, you see the gold chains. You see, I don't know exactly what's under there, but yeah, you're right. These are really busy, right? Mm -hmm. I love it though. I love it. It's fire. I, I like the black streak going through them. That that kind of settles it down a little bit. Overall, great shoe. Love it. All right, next we got a personal PE from PJ Tucker. This isn't a PE. PJ Tucker this is always. Hold on, down. PJ Tucker's always rocking some heat. Come on now. These are Jordan 12 golfs. And from what I understand, uh, gathering from Twitter and other uh, social media platforms, these are actually created for golf. Like you you wear these out there on the golf course. These are golf shoes, and he wore them on the basketball court. How, how are they created for golf? I don't understand that. Like I don't know. Maybe because jo Jordan loves to play golf. I'm sure there's some Jordan golfers out there. These are literally created to be golf shoes. They got, some, they got some little baby spikes on the bottom or something like that. <laughs> Look, man, I shoot. 
I haven't played. I used to play golf. I wore regular shoes. You can wear regular shoes during golf. Obviously, they don't have spikes, Funky Funk. You see it. Uh, but uh, maybe maybe the bottom is a little more geared towards being in the grass. I don't know. But from what I collected from, from my research, these are actually golf shoes. So with that being said, this is really impressive that he's wearing these on the basketball court. Right. Yeah, that's different. I love it. Love to see it. I mean, hey, we were just talking to Gilbert the other day. He was rocking shell toes. I guess you could rock some uh, some golf shoes on the on the wood, on the hardwood. No Gil told me. Gil told me he dropped fifty wearing trainers that were untied. Like, dude, like <laughs> dudes, dudes do this. Like, like, yeah, you want to wear basketball shoes, but dudes used to wear chucks and Air Forces. You don't need, like, you don't need like, uh, like specific basketball shoe to wear basketball. When they were playing those back in the day, that's crazy. That's nuts. Last and probably least, <laughs> Whoa. we got these Jamal Murray New Balance PEs. Now, Daniel was talking about this before the show. They look like some Walmart, uh, Walmart uh, off-brand and ones. Uh, I, I don't know what New Balance is doing with this one. Maybe, maybe the comfort level is off the chain, but I don't. I'm not vibing with these at all. I, I don't know if, it, if if this shoe's worse or the, from the last episode we did, the, the other New Balance shoe, but this is bad. Look, these look like he literally took them off the clearance rack at Dick's Sporting Goods, our, our uh, big five. At least the other ones were new. And they were a size 21. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody was going to buy them. And, and, and the uh, laces are all choked out, all that. It's oh, good. that's bad. Look at the low. It just don't look. Good at all. This is New Balance. You got to do better, man. And God, they look, they look like they uh they iron that Nuggets logo on the back with the iron. Right. Gosh. Damn, man. This is the these are the worst. Honestly, like, I, haven't, I haven't seen at, like since we've been doing this uh this segment, I haven't seen anything close to being this bad. So New Balance, New Balance has to do better. That's like. Terrible, absolutely. New balance, new balance, do better. Um, I know you guys are back in the shoe game for the first time in a long time, the basketball shoe game, but this ain't it. All right, <laughs> so let, let's circle back, Isaac. Which ones were your favorite? I would say the Jose's. I'm gonna go with the Jose's, man, because I like that design for for a, a random bro. That's like, I, it's a dope design. It's better than New Balance. The peak is. Yeah. Not as awesome as New Balance. If New Balance could pop uh, an art right there on on the upper right there, these would be the hottest shoes they got. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Like those, those Nike, it could be a Nike shoe. If you put a Swish right there, they could pass us. It could be an Adidas shoe. It literally, it literally could fit in anybody's little wheelhouse. This this is a really nice shoe, versatile shoe. Um, I like that a lot. I, I'm gonna go against you. Like I like these too, but I like the LeBron Zoom Next generations. I love the creativity of having mismatch for coordinating shoes. And this silhouette overall, I think, is really good. And we're going to see some more good colorways from this shoe line. So I'm really excited about seeing those on court. So um, that's the end of our NBA segment. We're moving on to high school. Everybody's talking about this. McDonald's All-American Game selections, all right? There are some obvious ones that are going to make the game no matter what. Uh, Isaac Collier, you got Jared McCain, you got... You got uh, Bay Fall. You got Rob Holland from Duncanville. You got a lot of good selections in here. But more, most obviously, most people are talking about the selection of Bronny James over 
other qualified candidates like Mikey Williams, AJ Johnson in the West. Who do you think isn't in this field that deserves to be in there the most? Uh, I couldn't name one. I couldn't name a player. All these dudes are nasty, bro. I've seen, I mean, Bayfall. I'm a big fan of Bayfall. He's different. I've seen him at Pangos and Bronny, bro. Bronny's good. Bronny's really good. I don't know if they're trying to hate because it's LeBron's son. And they, they're thinking just because he's his son. Like, no. <laughs> Bronny's been doing, going through the legs, East Bay in the game. Like, I, I don't think, I think this is a good list, Damo, honestly. I mean, I wish you could put more players in the game, but you can't. So if you're out of luck, it is what it is. I'm. Uh, I'm really curious of like the makeup of this. You got you got Cody Williams, who's in Arizona on the East squad, um, who's top, who in the last ESPN rankings was number six in the country, well deserved. Um, and then you got um, that. I think that that bodes really well for who we got. I mean, Reed Shepard probably should have been on the East because he's from Kentucky, and put Cody Williams on the West. I don't I don't know why they did that, but. It looks like this class was was very West centric. Um, I will say that from years past, we saw Onyeka and I get picked for this game. These guys really um, value. Oh, um, Rob Dillingham. Uh, we talk about Rob Dillingham too, but I think because he plays for overtime elite, he's not he's not eligible to be selected. Um, but um, you see. Um, a lot of these guys, like they really value guys that go out and play. You see, uh, Bronny, uh, I'm talking about West in particular, Bronny and Jared McCain, they really like they played in everything. Like they did not duck anything. They played in every event, they played in every national turn, national camp, and they, sh they played in front of these guys. They got to see them in person. Um, so I really think that some of the snubs are if you have like what, what they call it, the, some of those snubs were attributed to that. Like, like, uh, you know, we love Mikey, but Mikey had, didn't play hardly even played AAU last year. Didn't, didn't really play in any camps besides Pangos all American. Like the, these guys look at these things when they're making these selections. No, for sure. But Dama, who do you think out of all these players is going to end up with a, a franchise tag with a, with a, just a killer career in the NBA? Who, who's your prediction? I can't make that prediction. I think that's irresponsible because this class is not, I don't think there's a clear cut, just like, oh, LeBron of the generation. You know what I mean? I don't think we have that here, but I'm really intrigued by Cody Williams. I saw him play in person the other day. He's really like, this game of high school doesn't suit him for what how he plays. Like they play, they play ground and pound slow in Arizona. And I feel like he's gonna really benefit going up a level, playing in college where it's more wide open and, and eventually, uh, hopefully the NBA. I think he's going to be really dangerous as he raises the level because that's just how his game is. Right. Man, I what heard Isaiah Collier was cooking in the EYBL. I heard he's really, really good. I haven't seen him in person or anything, but I've heard from liable, liable sources. And Bayfall, I think Bayfall, that's a killer right there. He's we know all these players. We 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 watched them. We studied them. We've done <laughs> done scouting reports on them. We have uh, Stojakovic. Obviously, I want to shout him out. Uh, Magic boy. This time last year was not on any scouting service. Top one fifty, and played so good in his in a short time. He um, 
he made his way into this game. So shout out to you, Dre. Big time accomplishment for you and your family. I mean, but it's in his blood, man. It's in his blood. It's Djokovic's blood. You know what I mean? Yes, sir, I'm ready for this game. So speaking of this, we got a lot of high-level guys playing this weekend in Santa Ana, California, modern day. The annual, oh, the annual um, Nike extravaganza. Um, a lot of good teams playing. Um, a lot of good prospects playing. Saturday, um, you know, more of a local feel. Um, but then we transition into Saturday, where we have a crazy lineup of teams. Uh, starting with, um, I think, I think the the headliner game started one, where you got some some freshman phenoms playing for Cream Lutheran against Jay Sarah, who Jay Sarah has a good prospects always. Coronado from uh, from Vegas. Um, they got a. Uh, they got Sebastian Mack, and they also have uh, T. Bartlett and a few others. You got West Ranch, who's top 25 in the country now. Notre Dame versus Saints down in San Diego. Harvard Westlake versus De La Salle, which um, should be a good matchup, but I think Harvard Westlake's going to get that one. Modern Day, who's been on the snide lately, um, just not playing usual modern day basketball, but they get Styles Phipps and St. Mary's. Um, like Styles been all over the balls like platforms lately. Um, and then the main event, Corona Centennial versus Liberty. Um, I heard that lefty over there at Liberty is nasty. Bro, they got they got D. Dan Thomas. They got the point guard who's going to uh, Utah Tech. Um, uh, his name his name escapes me right now, but they actually beat Harvard Westlake in the finals at Classic Damien earlier this year. So this is going to be a really good game. But out of all these games, man, which one are you looking forward to seeing the most? Come on now. Lips and ten boys, man. I'm trying to see that game. I'm trying to see what's good. I'm trying to see that fade. That's a good, that's a good game right there. Of course, Corona Centennial, man. I already know who you're gonna go with. Corona Centen. You're an alumni. Come on now. No, man, I can't do that. Like obviously that's an obvious game. It's the main event. Um, but you know what? I'm really looking forward to seeing West Ranch play. I haven't seen them play live once this year. Um Oh, I saw him for a little bit of Damien, but they've been on a run lately. Like I said, in ESPN and Max Preps in the top 25 of the country. We have we have four top 25 teams from California right now. Uh, Bishop Montgomery is not on this list, but they made the list this past week. Corona Centennial, West Ranch, um, Harbor Westlake, and Bishop Montgomery are four top 25 teams. Some of those are some of those you would have thought, and then the others not so much when the season started. So. I'm really looking forward to see them. I don't know Bishop O'Connell very well, but West Ranch has a load of guys that can go. So I'm really excited about this one. Um, last last note on this modern day Nike extravaganza, um, a very long and prestigious streak is coming to an end in regards to modern day. Modern day has won 34 consecutive league titles um, spanning over the past you know, past three, four decades. And with their last last night, it clinched that um, their loss to Bosco, which they're up by 20 and still lost. It clinched um, the fact that they don't have any possibility of winning the league title this year. So almost 35 years straight winning league. I've never heard of that. And I don't think it's going to happen again. What do you think? No, it's not happening again. That's big time. I mean, you got to respect that, though. My 38, you said 38? Golly. 30, 34, 34. That's what's hard. Like, come on now. Somebody got to beat them eventually. It's about that time. 
you know what? Like growing up in SoCal, uh, modern day was a staple. Everybody wanted to beat them. Like, you know, admittedly so none of us like them. Um, but when you see it unwinding the way that it is, you got to look back and you got to really give respect to what they really accomplished. Countless D1 players, um, a, a few NBA uh, draft selections, um, but just the sheer amount of dedication and will it takes to win year in and year out in that competitive league. We watched, like Gabe York put it, Orange Lutheran. Um, Bosco has had countless, uh, has countless prospects. Santa Margarita, uh, Jay Sarah, they're playing against these guys year in and year out in this league, which some years it was no brainer what the best league was in SoCal, it's a Trinity League. And to continue that streak the way that they did is nothing short of impressive. So modern day, you've always been, <laughs> always had a weird place in, in my mind, like as far as being likable, but I got to respect it. I got to put it on the table. You got to respect that type of streak. But you know, there's there's always going to be, be a new big dog in town, bro. Corona Centennial, man, we here on bonkers. I mean, I mean, but you can't just look at it like that because this is really a private school matter. Like Sierra Which Canyon, is even, Sierra, like, come on now, you're a private school. You should be nasty. But Sierra Canyon is taking over as far as being like the, you know, the prolific private school in our area. I mean, they're not, they're not how they've been in the past few years right now. But I mean, everybody wants to go there, you know, and that's how modern day used to be. You got the celebrity status or not? I don't think they're winning big though. I don't think they can really. No, win. not this year. Not this year. They're. This year, this is their worst team that they've had in a long time. So um, we'll see how that turns out. But shout out to Modern Day. Um, don't know the state of the program for the future, but this has been a really good run. So we got to respect it. All right. Crazy run. Moving on to the street ball front. All right. We had a crazy king of the court last week. And now we bring you back a new installment. And it's probably going to be crazy too. Saturday, January 28th on the Caffeine app, we got Jay Smooth. Versus Cam so smooth versus Nas. I don't know Cam very well. I'm going to be honest with you, but Jay Smooth is a certified bucket. We've Ooh. seen Nas play against uh, uh, Ty Glover, um, and I think D Bones a few like probably a month or two ago. Um, this is an intriguing matchup because you got a big guy um, in Nas, certified bucket in Jay Smooth. Cam once again don't have a ton of uh, intel on him, but. Who do you think is going to pull this one out? Man, Jay Smooth. Come on now. He's smooth. He got the step back jumper. He got the fast release. He can get to the cup. He's he's crafty. Man, I'm going Jay Smooth on this one. I think it's pretty obvious who got it. Do-rag gang, bro. He comes out there and he'll give you 30 while wearing the do-rag. We don't even have the uh we don't even have the luxury of seeing his waves, bro. Like he's he not even showing it to us. He means business, all right? Jay Smooth is probably like he probably scores the easiest out of all the guys that I've seen in on all the balls life um, teams, West Coast, East Coast, and Midwest. My my one problem with him or concern, I haven't seen him struggle with this, but in the event that these guys can take away his three point jumper, how is he going to fare against the basket against bigger guys? That's true. I mean, like like we talked about. People play differently in ones versus five on five. So you never know. Maybe he's not a one-on-one -on -one type of dude. But from what I've seen, he got game. So 
We're gonna see. No, he has major game. game, but you know that's in the five on five setting. You got spacing. You're on the court. You can yeah. dribble ten times and and get to your space. I have no, I have no reservations on how he's getting a shot off. I think he can get a shot off. But what if it's not falling? What if it's that day? If it's not can falling, just. And more importantly, can he play defense against these bigger guys? That's the question. Yeah, these are big bodies right here. You better be ready because yeah, it might be it might be a grudge match. I don't know, man. I'm curious for this one. I'm very curious on this one. So Saturday, January 28th on the Caffeine app. It's live. Um, not sure about the time. I think it's probably the same time, 6 p.m. Um, make sure you guys tune in on this one. This is going to be a really intriguing matchup. I got Jay Smooth, but, um, you know, every time we talk about one of these and um, we don't know one of the players, they usually end up being a pleasant surprise and they end up showing out. Ooh, Jay Smooth. That, that one be one. I want to hey, see Jay Smooth. Jay Smooth versus Frank versus Duke Skywalker. That would be one hell of a matchup. I, I want to see that. For sure. I want to see Frank in the one-on-one. Frank. Hey, I think I, I mean I, I'm I'm a big Frank fan. I think he's gonna pull that one out, whoever he plays against. I could be wrong though, but I, I haven't seen anybody with his with his basketball IQ out here yet. Yeah, in the street ball space. You know what I mean? So we'll see. Um we're we're gonna keep talking about this every week because I'm really excited about it. We're coming back. Ball's Life All American game is coming back this year. All right. First weekend of May. We're gonna be in the building. I'm gonna be there. Isaac's going to be there. It's going to be crazy. Um, right. Um, it's this one. This this one is is near and dear to us. We talk about all the time. I was in the first Balls Life All American game. Been involved or attended just about every one of them. Um, now this is a question. Um, a location to be determined, but it's going to be in SoCal. I hope it's at the old headquarters, Long Beach City College. Get it cracking. Nostalgia, all that. But yeah, speaking of McDonald's All American, which guys that are not on the list you want to see in this game? Well, we already talked about it. Mikey, AJ, AJ Johnson. Who else? For sure, AJ. For sure, AJ. Yeah, for, for sure, those two. I want to see them in there. Devin I'm Williams. Devin, What's Williams. That? Devin Williams. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, is Gabe coming back? Is he going to do a slam dunk contest? Come on. I'd love to see Gabe back in the building. This would probably be like the 10-year uh, – well, we couldn't do it last year, but, you know, 10 years removed from when he played in the game. So I would love to see Gabe in the building. I want to see – as I want to see some national talent, obviously, but we got to show love to the local guys. This has been the mecca for the local – under undervalued guys to come and show what they got. Jordan Bell, um, uh, shoot, uh, Gabe. Even like when when Lonzo played in this game, they did not know really what Lonzo could do. And this was one of the places he had just came off as a national title run, all that stuff. All these guys that are that are local to the game or maybe undervalued, like Zach Levine, have played in this game and raised their level of uh, raised their audience and put everybody on notice. So. I really want to see some guys like, you know, maybe maybe Xavier Edmonds or oh Dusty Stromer, uh, maybe maybe um, Caleb Foster, guys that are here in our area that 
Gabe Cups, Gabe Cups, some guys that did not make the McDonald's All-American game that have been a household name in high school basketball since since the start. So I'm really excited to see this. Um, we we know our guys at Ball's Life do their research. They're going to get the best guys for this game. So I'm really excited to see this up close. Man, I'm hyped for this one. I remember the first first one ever. Bro, I'm hey, Cal State Fullerton, baby. Cal State Fullerton. And then uh, the Hope International. Man, we hey, hey, it's going to come a long way. So I'm really excited for this one. No doubt. All right. Make sure you guys like and subscribe to the Balls Life Podcast Network and turn your notifications to ring that bell. Last but not least, we got a special <laughs> we got a special clip for you guys this week for the Streetball Clip of the Week. An extra because this was so absurd that we couldn't we couldn't not talk about it. Like roll roll the clip, D. Show these guys if you haven't seen this. This is this is ridiculous. To the bench and Loyola will take over ten minutes before we get a stoppage. And we've got an official's timeout. Somebody came on the floor. What's going on? <laughs> Looking for an Uber Eats delivery or something there is Karen McDonald's. Oh, this has to be one of the all-time I'm greats. actually not kidding. No, I, no, I this think, is the I truth. I think that's what's happening. This guy's in the corner. Watch looked this. like he, was he going to deliver the, the McDonald's to somebody on the court? Can we rule that out? He's <laughs> I, mean, I think that's an Uber Eats sticker. Is that what that is? I'm trying to get Watch confirmation. It. Uber yeah. Eats, yes. Come on. Maybe I'll put my hand up. I'm getting a little hungry. You can bring it over here. So we saw the stoppage. The, the man was usher. Let's see if we can see this. No, this is Watch the it. turnover. In the there court. he is. There, right there, there in the corner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this guy's actually, who's he delivering it to? The ref. The, the, the ref said later. Give it to me later. Not I mean, now. Philip Alston's done a lot. I didn't think he needed it. Bro, hey. When I, when I first saw this on Twitter, bro, I thought they had photoshopped some uh, like an Uber Eats delivery guy on the court to like at, like a meme. You know what I mean? I, I didn't believe this was happening until I actually watched the video. This man is literally he's like the ref could start a five second count because he's so close to the player with the ball right now trying to deliver. Like, who is he delivering it to? I thought it was a ref, right? No, uh, like. If the, so if the ref has time to order this during the game, there's problems. Like, come on, bro. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's pretty weird. That's something different. I wouldn't. Even, I mean, how do you even get it? The arena. He got it. He got his Jordans on. He's. Uh, I don't know how he got past uh, arena security. First of all, like how you just walk in the arena during the game with no ticket to bring him food. They don't even allow you to walk in with water, and they let this guy in with with the with the whole McDonald's meal. <laughs> That's crazy. This is crazy, bro. Oh they, my gosh! That's they need to up their security. What's that? That's a bad look, man. That's a bad look, bro. Like, do you not know there's a basketball game going on? What's going on here? All right, so. We had to show that because that was absolutely ridiculous. Now we'll move on to our regularly scheduled program. We got our shoot ball clip of the week. Who's up first? I'll go first to show mine. My clip of the week, insane. My brother, Gabe York, nasty. Been doing this, been doing this since the eighth grade with Compton Magic, did his shit. Still doing it in the G League, averaging like what, 35 maybe? Oh my Bro, god, he's he's on an absolute tear. He told us on our podcast last year that he got his 10 day 
and he's working to try to get a real contract. And look at his face. Look at his face. He, he was like, "Ugh, I really." He really just felt like that. I, he's an NBA player. Gabe Burke is an NBA player. I don't care if he's what twenty eight years old, 29, 30. 29. He's twenty nine now. Twenty nine. I don't care if he's twenty nine. He's an NBA player at twenty nine. Gabe, this is a PSA to all NBA teams. If you haven't, like, what are you guys doing? Orlando Magic, Charlotte Hornets, uh, who else at the bottom of the league? Uh, uh, San Antonio Spurs. You guys, why won't you pick this guy up? And to on top of that, he's he's averaging a crazy amount of points. He's, he's damn near leading the G League in steals per game. He's picked up his defense. He just has an all-around game at this point. You can't you can't deny it. Like he can be a contributor to an NBA roster right now. Please wake up and sign my guy Gabe. You guys need him. You will not be sorry. Pick him up. All right. Please. All right. Now here goes my street ball clip of the week. Now, imagine. You go into your house again and you get dumped on by machine gun Kelly, bro. Yeah, that's tough. Machine wow. gun, bro. He put him in the rim, dog, and he was not expecting that. This looks yeah, like I wasn't expecting that either. I would have got dunked on too. I would not ex I would I would not expect that, bro. He didn't do him as bad as Cole did the guy last week, but he still ended up being sideways in in the air. He probably fell on his back. This is really ridiculous. Shout out to this man. I, his name is in the caption on Ball's Life's Instagram, on our Instagram right now. I, his name his name escapes me right now, but this kid has super boosties, something you wouldn't, wouldn't expect from somebody like him. So shout out to you. And I think my man that got dumped on needs to take at least a game or two off to collect his thoughts. Yeah, he needs to go off social, socials, delete his uh, Instagram, TikTok. Twitter, you got to go Casper, because that wasn't it. Was not it. But, you know, this is this is the end of our programming. We have a minute or two. If anybody on the um, show right now has some questions, feel free to ask. Got a quiet room here, man. Got a quiet room. Majorly. It's all good, though. Uh, just to uh, put it out there, me and Isaac, we will be in person this weekend at the Nike Extravaganza to cover the event. Um, I'm really excited to see these matchups really up close. Um, what else? What else you got planned for the weekend, Isaac? Sports, hoops, shoot, volleyball. My baby sister. Shout out to my baby sister. We're gonna be in the building. Make sure you guys, um, I, I'm all on making my clip of the week to be uh, Kalina, Kalina Smith, one of the best young hoopers in the country in girls basketball. We got a Hyper Hoops event here at uh, OGP Ladera in Ladera Ranch, California. You guys have a chance to stop by really good girls basketball going on, some of the best in middle school. So, um, And Kalina's on Ball's Life. You guys can go check her out. She's certified. She's nice. Special K. All right. With that being said, that's all we got today. Um, we'll see you guys next week on the next episode. My name is Dom. My name is Isaac. And this is Street Bob, episode 20. We out.